My name is Sam Bradford and I'm a chartered financial planner and also a keeper of chickens in my garden. My mission is to help people have a healthy relationship with money, one where they can feel educated and confident to make their own financial decisions. Financial Chat from the Chicken Coop provides bite-sized financial education and nuggets of information so that you can be empowered and inspired to create financial freedom and build up your own nest egg for the future. Hi, it's Sam Bradford here and it's more chat from the chicken coop. And today we're going to talk all about financial plans. You might hear this word banded about, certainly in the financial world, and think, what is a financial plan at the end of the day? And it is quite a straightforward thing. Basically, it's a roadmap that can set out where you want to be from where you are now so that you can actually put an action plan together. But why do we actually need a financial planner to help us with our financial plans? Well, often we don't really know where to start and can find that actually just taking out time from your day to sit down with somebody who can really help elicit what's important to you, what your values are, where you want to be in the future, and also to break it down so that it's easier to actually work out what you want can be the way you can really start to understand and give you more clarity. It's a bit like knowing that you may need to get healthy and using a personal trainer to get you there quicker rather than trying to scroll through YouTube or, or the Google internet, whatever it is to give you a plan on there that you find very hard to be motivated to follow. What does a financial plan actually look like? So it's a bit of a two-step process of considering where you want to be in the future and then looking at where you are now but building a plan to then bridge the gap between the two. And the first step can be really hard. And why a lot of people procrastinate? Because they find that it's really overwhelming to look at what they want in life. Because it's hard to know what you want from dinner tonight, let alone what you want in 20 years' time. And that's how I feel. So a financial plan can include elements of your life that's broken down into four key parts and the four areas that we like to look at are career, family, home and lifestyle. By taking these broad headings you can really start to consider what's important in each of those areas and how they may change along the timeline itself and that timeline is broken down into three distinct phases. The first being your short term, which is up to five years, then medium term, which is five to 15 years, and then finally 15 years or more being your long term. Now, some of those time frames can be different because it all depends on what point of the plan you're starting from. If you're in your 20s or 30s, you're going to have a lot longer ahead in your life plan than you would do if you started in your 40s, 50s or even in your 60s, which does happen. Some people don't get the opportunity to just sit down with somebody and have a financial plan until later into their lives. Typically, people who look at retirement planning haven't really sat down formally with a financial advisor or a financial planner until several years before they actually start retiring. They would have been perhaps significantly better off had they spoken to someone earlier, but it's just not been in their actual mindset to think about doing that at that time. So when you think about those four areas that I mentioned before, so the career, the family, the home, the lifestyle, a lot of those change as you go into each of those time phases. 
for example, if you've got a young family now, as they grow up and leave home, hopefully before the age of 30, but you never know, we might be having them a bit late, longer and later in life these days, but there will be a point where they'll want to be independent and fly the nest. And you might then consider that it's time to move home, maybe perhaps even move area. Perhaps your kids have actually not settled in the town or the city that you, that, uh, you grew up in as a family. So it's time to move closer to them or away from them, whatever your viewpoint is. And, and that's where people start to think about downsizing to release equity and maybe even moving abroad. So it's very personalized to you. Careers can also have an impact on how things will change for you around the home, around your lifestyle. So the things that you're doing now may be different when you retire because you're going to have more time on your hands to actually be able to do the things that you can or you've been wanting to do, but not had the time to to devote to whilst you've been working hard at your career. So that plan, totally personal to you. And that's how the role of a financial planner can be like a financial coach to really help you elicit all of your thoughts, encouraging you to dig deep and really paint a picture of where you want to be in the future. Because when you tap to tap into the things you really want to do in life and the values you hold dear, you see what's important and it provides you with that clarity and that focus for you to work on. It also provides you with motivation and excitement because when you get excited about something, you are much, much more likely to stick to the plan and get to where you want to be. Think about when you've had a few pounds left over at the end of the month and you save it into your savings account ad hoc basis. But because you haven't got a plan to work towards, it doesn't provide you with that much motivation to actually continue with that habit. A bit like if you were running a marathon, let's say. Some of some people may be that way inclined. I was once upon a time. And I remember when I used to run marathons, I had a plan. You have to have a plan. It's a huge distance. You can't just rock up on the start line and hope to go 26.2 miles and finish in one piece. So you go for a jog, one-off jog. Yeah, you feel good, but you're actually not working towards something. So it's something you perhaps don't keep up the habit with, but you've got something and a goal to plan towards. And then you start to say, okay, I now need to make sure I build it three, four runs every week, maybe five every week. It needs to be a mixture of different types of runs so that I can really make sure my fitness level is supported and I continue to move the distance. That's just running. But you understand with that analogy, it's the same really with your financial plan. So you have your future mapped out where you need to be. You know that then you're going to be saving for that future and it's, it builds that motivation and excitement to get there. So you've got your future mapped out. What happens next is that you really then need to start thinking about where you are now, I should say, and, and, and how you can actually move from where you are now into the future and the way to do that is to actually look at what you have going out each month and surprisingly this is something quite very few people actually do so they're often stuck perhaps in your financial moment just knowing you've got money coming in from a, a salary maybe and you go okay I've got money coming in my direct debits go out I don't really need to think about much else thank you very much I'll just live my life but actually if you were to just take that time out each month and review what you've got going out of your bank statement you might be able to see and pick up on trends that aren't so great if you were to plot it on an excel spreadsheet if you were that way inclined you could maybe do it each month and then look to see whether there are things that you no longer need that you're paying out for. 
hands up, I've actually done this in the past myself, where I might have bought um, some technology and laptop and bought the insurance at the time thinking, yep, great idea, I'm a big believer of insurance personally, so I'll take it. But actually the laptop is long gone, no longer actually in service anymore. And I'm still paying out for that insurance because I haven't spotted it. Perhaps it was just a not such great value in, in cost and it slipped under the radar. But the other thing sometimes to be careful with is that there are payments that we make that are quarterly payments. So if you're only checking your bank statement every month or every other month, you might actually miss out on that particular uh, statement that's showing you that cost and therefore it slips through the, the net again and you're again paying for something you don't need to. So surprising how much you could end up actually finding you've got. If you were to stop all of this, you might have quite a bit of disposable income freed up for you to use towards better things. The other thing that a lot of people do is not track what they've got in their pension. So these are large lump sums in some instances. There's some people have moved career many times during their lifetime and with each job move may have left a pension scheme dormant behind. And you might get your statement through every month and not really review what's on there and just file it away. And then the next year comes past and you've got another one and you haven't even reviewed the one from the year before because life just gets in the way. Many financial advisors offer this service and we do too here at Simplicity and it's totally free and we write out to all of the providers that you have a pension with all on your behalf so we take away that pain of having to contact them. We'll do the sitting on the phone on trying to get through to their call centres for you but that's so that we can actually help you understand what you've got because with clarity comes confidence and the power to move forward. When you know what you've got in all of these pension plans, it might actually surprise you. But actually, it's just more about the exercise of showing you what you've got, what type of pension you have and how it's going to help you towards that long term goal that you've got as well. It also helps to build knowledge around what is shown on your statement, because often you have a statement that shows you how much income you may get in retirement. But actually, it's linked to an annuity rate and annuity rates currently in the UK are very low. On face value, you'll look at it and think that's not very good. It's not worth me reviewing it. I'm not going to get much from my pension anyway and then stick it to one side. But actually, that is quite a false statement to make because reality of when people take their retirement incomes these days is that they are very unlikely to take an annuity and more likely just to turn on an income from within their pension fund, still allowing the remaining money to grow in line with their underlying investments, which will be much greater than inflation and really help boost your long-term income potential as well. And it's just by knowing these things, by just taking that time to have a chat, to build a plan and to really get that clarity and understanding about what you have, either going out of your, your accounts each month or what you have already built up within these uh, dormant accounts that perhaps you're not viewing. This is what really helps you to um, be able to move forward and give you that propeller to go, okay, I know where I'm going. I've got the motivation and the momentum to hopefully this has given you a bit of a snapshot overview of what a financial plan can do for you and how it can provide you with that super focus on what's important to you in life 
and more importantly, giving you clarity and motivation to go out and achieve it. So until the next episode of Financial Chat from the Chicken Coop, I wish you a very good day and see you soon.